Hi, and welcome to Good Change Conversations with myself, Christy Hunter, and Stina Smith. We're here to inspire everyday people to do good things. Good changes come in all shapes and sizes in the form of products, mindsets, routines, and more. Each episode, we're going to introduce you to small changes that will help you and the environment. We hope you take away at least one of these and change for the better. In the wise words of Elvis Presley, clean up your own backyard first, and then the world's. Focus on the small changes. Don't try to do everything perfectly. Just little bits, one step at a time. I think most of us have experienced some sort of change in our lives, or we've seen close friends or relatives undergo massive changes. Now, we all know it can be really hard to overcome the obstacles of major change, and there's also a bit of an energy that's stored in it. Today, we look at how to channel that energy that comes from change and create a really positive impact. Making changes is something that's really close to our own hearts, and we're always inspired by people who are making positive changes and doing really good things out there. Catherine Tong, founder and CEO of The Skin Wardrobe, lived in Sweden for five years, moved back into a senior corporate job, but decided to completely change direction and her career after her return. She's now built a company which is using her contacts and her learnings and inspirations from Sweden to start up the Skin Wardrobe. The Skin Wardrobe sells selected ranges of Scandinavian makeup and skincare brands that Catherine has handpicked herself. Her philosophy is about making things simpler for women. For me, personally, it's a bit of a juggle in terms of what makeup to choose specifically each day, and especially after kids, and Catherine's managed to create a range of products to really simplify these choices. What I really love is her increasing sustainable focus that she's driving on her packaging, also her key messages, and how she chooses to use the company name to drive positive change for women. So welcome, Catherine. Thank you. It's great to be here. Talk us, talk us through how you got to where you are today. Well, if we're talking about the skin wardrobe journey, for me, um, I have spent 15 years in corporate human resources, um, and both in New Zealand, London, um, Paris, and Stockholm, which is where I ended up in the latter stages of my career. Um, We returned to New Zealand as a family. I have two daughters who are now teenagers that were born in Sweden, and um, as a result of that return um, from Sweden, I, I re-entered or c- continued in my corporate career. However, um, a couple of years ago, something changed. So I reconnected with a very close friend, um, Annika Forskren-Schelman um, from Sweden, and she came to visit us with her family. Uh, we hadn't actually connected for about eight years other than on social media, but in that time, she had started her own online skincare clinic and uh, she's started from her garage actually in 2011 and she now owns a multi-million dollar multi-brand e-commerce business and she's been a huge success and a total inspiration for me. So when she came down to New Zealand with her family, my husband and I spent a lot of time talking with her and her husband who was the CEO at the time 
um, about their journey and the enormous um, success and change that they'd been through. And something happened in that moment when we were connecting. And we took them around New Zealand and showed them our beautiful country. And uh, we ended up on Lang's Beach one morning. And her and I were going for a morning walk. And I said, let's just jump in the water and go for a swim. So we <laughs> threw off our clothes and jumped in the water. And um, and uh, it was actually <laughs> in that moment when her and I were floating around chatting that she looked at me and said, what about Make the Make? Now, Make the Make was her first in-house brand that she'd created herself so a high performance makeup brand with um, active skincare ingredients so skincare first and then makeup but boots all in so the whole range of makeup not just a few things and uh, it was just a, a total moment so the first thing that came out of my mouth was yes and um, I didn't actually know the solution but I knew, just knew it was a yes and so we ran back up to the house we talked to the the guys um, there was a quick conversation between her and her husband in Swedish and um, and uh, we said that we would we would sit on it they returned to Sweden and within a few weeks we'd had a, a heart-to-heart and I decided that it was now or never and so I booked a ticket my husband and I jumped on a plane, flew to Sweden, uh, met them, went through their business and signed up our first brand. In the meantime, I'd returned to work. I'd quit my career. Everyone was asking what my next corporate HR job was. And I said, well, actually, I'm going to start a makeup company. And that's really all I knew. Um, but since then, we've evolved. And I now um, have created my own business, my own purpose, my own vision the skin wardrobe as you so um, perfectly described it's an an advanced um, skincare and makeup business that curates high performance brands from Scandinavia so we now have six brands going on seven eight that all sit in a beautiful spot in my heart and in the skin wardrobe Amazing. I actually was going to, my next question was going to be around um, how do you get the motivation to start from scratch in, in a new country again? But you've kind of already explained that. I think that you probably fed off that energy from your Swedish friend. And um, is there anything else that you can add in terms of motivation? Uh, well, I mean, she was the initial pivot and the source of inspiration. And really, in some ways, she was handing me a, a, a gift. To, to begin my journey and after that it was up to me so she initially with that from that initial conversation it's been very solo but I've sought inspiration um, both from her success but also every time I've met a brand that has fit the skin wardrobe's philosophy it's been a huge wave of inspiration for me so it's often been a new category and so new learnings um, but I'm so proud of all the companies that I deal with and because I deal directly with the founders of each business I know right to the core what they're about and when it speaks to me and it sings to me then I have another wave of inspiration and learning and that's just that's just I guess it's sort of projected me to go on and on um, but I will say it's it's not easy I mean I I worked in a world where I was a total expert you know everybody came to me for all their HR needs I've always had the answers I was surrounded by a team and lots of people and then you leave everything you know or everything that you thought you knew to start something completely new and solo so I spent a lot of time on my own sort of business soul searching um, but what I learned is that actually I brought a lot of what I, who I am and a lot of what I knew into this business. So I've sat around board tables, I've sat in leadership teams um, and I've dealt with 
a huge range of people concerns and all of that has actually come into the skin wardrobe so it's not really starting again it's just capturing the skills that you have and finding another passion yeah and I don't think you actually realize that all the jobs that you have and the lead up to doing something like what you've done it's just adding to that little um, toolbox of 100%. knowledge yes so yeah. you're never actually starting from scratch because you come with something exactly yeah on the note of of where you've come from and where you are today obstacles and challenges in terms of moving from that um you know corporate role into the business you're in today what what are some of the key obstacles and how have you managed to overcome those um look as i said you know going going solo and finding motivation and 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 that self-motivation um i guess the question and you mentioned it in your intro is that how do you find that sort of passion when you're going through change well it's it comes completely naturally when you tap into something you're passionate about so you know the motivation to get up every day and do what you're doing only applies to things that you're passionate about so luckily I found something I never knew I was so passionate about um, but actually it's not just about the makeup or the skincare, but it's about what it does for women so I have women who like you say are lost and confused um, and they have tried everything in the skincare and makeup category and, and frustrated and overwhelmed and, um, and I'm finding a solution for them that delivers results and to see the transformation in women's confidence well firstly their skin and their makeup but in their confidence and their joy then it, it's um, that's also hugely inspiring so take a, an enormous amount of inspiration from my customers so I got the results myself now I'm passing that joy on to my customers so women and giving women confidence is a huge part of what I do and that gives me inspiration and then the last thing is the brand founders that I partner with, um, the good work that they do, um, the passion that they have rubs off on me. Yeah, okay, so obstacles. Well, um, I was a year into business when COVID hit. Um, so I, I would say that I've been relatively obstacle-free other than having the guts to do what I'm doing. That's been a huge obstacle um, until COVID hit. And that really threw me because I just didn't know what would happen with my um, my uh, my products and my relationships. And, and uh, so there were some really terrifying months where I, I guess I'll be honest, in the first two months I thought, that's it, it's over. It's been great, but I can't survive this. Um, but luckily I partnered with solid well-grounded businesses that could also ride because they've ridden much bigger storm than we have in Scandinavia um, but they've ridden through it so um, I think I learned a lesson in that only partner with the companies that you know have good foundations and because of that we supported each other through COVID so that was that was another big challenge um, and also when you're growing reinvesting and knowing what to reinvest in and not to just flip money away in every single bucket but choosing what's your priority yeah good change eco cloths are fully compostable in your home garden after six to nine months of use they are lint and streak free have the absorbency of 15 paper towels and most importantly don't smell available from your local supermarket or online at www.goodchangestore.com Help support good changes in New Zealand homes with good change eco-cloths. So we're also looking at your company philosophy, which which I just love because it's all about keeping things simple and keeping things simple for women. Mm -hmm. So 
And I'm wondering when you have that philosophy, is that something you translate into everyday life? And and how would you do that? Yes, well, I'm a personal self-confessed minimalist, so I love a simple, decluttered life, Um, and I do not want women to feel the overwhelm they feel when they enter into many beauty or fashion houses, Um, so I'm here to curate Yes, simplicity in your routines, but actually there's a huge amount of complexity behind the individual products that you choose. So I do all the hard work in finding those brands that perform, that have um, quite a lot of complexity within them. But uh, as a result of that, you're simplifying your routine. So I'm all about um, personalized choices, finding routines for women that work, Uh, because if it doesn't work, frankly, there's no, I will not be here. Um, So results-driven skincare and makeup that has a lot of um, research and science behind the individual products that you don't need to worry about because I've brought them to you. Um, And just a slow, conscious consumerism about your skincare and makeup routines. And that's that really gives me joy. Um, yes. that, that really resonates with me. And I think with you too, Steenie, because we've yeah, got three little I kids. Yes. Uh, honestly, I say to Steenie every day, I just love the way you can just simplify putting on makeup because we're all, it's a very hurried, rushed world that we live in. There's a lot of noise out there. Um, just to be able to get up in the morning and just put on something that's, that's going to work and is simple and straightforward. Yes. And and I just also really love how you can actually just few choose a few simple things. After COVID, at least I and I've talked to other people with the same. We've started clearing out our houses because yeah. all of a sudden you you realize that the clutter of you spend so much time inside, so you realize how the clutter clutters. You know, you need to you need to get rid of a few things. And I think I've personally after COVID taken taken that mantra with me. Yes. So I like to keep things simple and just have a few good things, both in terms of the clothing I wear, but certainly also in terms of makeup, you know, you don't need, you know, a a thousand shades. Right. And look, I actually find a huge amount of joy in my skincare and makeup routine. So in the evening, I love being in the bathroom and doing my layering of all my skincare. I'm not saying I'm spending an hour in there, but those 10 minutes I might take just gives, it's for me, it's my meditation. And in the morning, I love doing my makeup. And so if you want to take time and indulge in it, go for it. But if you want simplicity, that's also present in the less products that we offer to you. Brilliant. So when when I look at what you do, you're on a mission with your business to help women feel their most confident and radiant. Love that. But at the same time, you're also passionate about supporting women in business and you hold that as one of your key pillars. Mm -hmm. What drives you to want to do this? Because you've been very supportive of us as a business as well. So what is the key driver there? Well, it's a good question because I don't know, but it's obviously one of my key passions that I've tapped into. When I left my corporate life, and I am also a business mum of three and now a puppy so I'm going to say four (laughs) that's what it feels like Um, but I knew when I left you know one to two hour commute every day plus a full-time corporate job to start my business that there would be more time in my day to dedicate to women and um, I have been 
have had an eye on um, a charity dress for success for a long time so I said to myself you will make room for this as well as your business and so as I started the business I went to them and I applied to become a volunteer which was quite a process um, to do so and I'm so glad I did that from the beginning because there's always been room in my life for that charity since I started my business and it's incredibly humbling, it's incredibly rewarding. I loved my career in human resources, so it was a bit sad to say goodbye to it, but funnily enough, it's come full circle because I'm now a qualified career coach at Dress for Success. I also dress women, but but they've tapped into my HR skill set. So I get to do a bit of my old life, I give something back to women, and then it's very grounding because owning your own business can be all-consuming and you do get quite you know uni focused on it and it takes me out of that and you know that joy I get from walking in those doors and how I feel when I walk out and that I can make a real difference to women's lives so so that's there's some obviously it's one of my passion passion projects and it's just it's really um come about both in my business but absolutely if you can spare some time even if it's a couple of hours a fortnight then do it because it really does enhance your life and that of others I think you get to a certain age in your life as well where it's not about making money it's about giving back and it's doing something positive mm. and the satisfaction that you get from that is just all-consuming yes so I totally get get where you're coming from there yeah, yeah. So in terms of other ways you're doing good, I know that you're on your own sustainability journey with your products. Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Okay, well I've always been environmentally conscious. So when I started the business, I all the small, small decisions that I made had to fit, uh, you know, sit sit well in my conscience. So from the very beginning, things like how is the customer going to get my product and how is it going to be move around and in what packaging etc was all part of my decision making so it's really easy in early days to get wooed by uh, beautiful glitzy boxes with lots of colored printing on etc and as soon as I found out that meant that the box was covered in a thin layer of plastic and therefore not couldn't go in your curbside recycling I was like no way so what what so I went stripped it right back and went right back to raw boxes etc so those little decisions along the way all had to sit sit well with me um, what sort of um, bags they went in um, and were they compostable etc so those those are all part of the end pro- uh, product or package that you see the other thing is that I re- was really conscious about working only with New Zealand organizations so I could get right close to the founders like I do with my brands to ask them the hard questions like what is this sticker come on where does this paper come from where is this tissue source from etc and so part and also supporting local and supporting Kiwi businesses is huge because I am a Kiwi business even though obviously my products come from Scandinavia. So um, that was the first thing I did and then um, I worked directly with all the founders as I said earlier of my brands. They are all doing amazing individual environmental actions and activities so I could that could be a whole podcast actually. So you know um, one of my brands is very focused on only using um, certified papers for their packaging. Um, they have a, a passion for the bees and the environment and so they, um, they donate 
portion of their profits to the Perfect World Foundation, which is supporting, you know, rescuing bees and supporting beekeepers. Our latest brand, Manasi 7, has seven amazing sustainable activities and principles their whole brand is founded on. So they're about slow, high performance, high color payoff products, but less of them, small batch production. So none of my brands want to be everywhere. They do not want to be this mass market brand that overproduces. They just want... Um, to pick people like me who are very conscious about how their product gets out and not overconsumption. So that's another thing. And then I have an organic brand, Maria Orkerberg, and she is outstanding in her field. So the things that we're talking about now, they were doing 10, 15 years ago. And so, um, so I get inspiration from there. But then I have to come and look at my own backyard as well as to how I run my business. And um, so from the little activities, but the big principles. So I'm actually... Uh, this is, I haven't told my customers yet, it's just started. I've started a partnership with TerraCycle to make sure that non-curbside recycling products will go somewhere and get um, repurposed. Awesome. And so I'm really excited about that journey because that was something that was, you know, I was very conscious of. And so uh, they've just launched beauty boxes in New Zealand. Um, so the little finer things that aren't going in curbside recycling, most of our products do. But, you know, what happens to a mascara wand or a pump lid that's got a tiny coil in it. You can't put that in curbside recycling as much as you want to. <laughs> Wish cycling does not work. It disrupts the process in the New Zealand system. And so TerraCycle is now in New Zealand with this beauty box. And, and I will, um, I've started a partnership with them. So I'll be talking to my customers about that. So it's both about the tiny, tiny movement. So I reuse packaging that comes from Sweden. I, I very rarely bin things, so a really small footprint. Um, but every time I do something, I've got that little person on my shoulder saying, oh, but what about this? But what about that? So it's a continuous journey. Every day you have to wake up and, and ask yourself the hard questions. And I hope that that continues right throughout the skin wardrobe journey. Yeah. At Good Change Store, we have designed beautiful and sustainable cloths for your home. They began as a vehicle to help lead social change. We are here to inspire and help people make small changes for a better world. Start with your kitchen and clean with prettier cloths that care about your bench as well as the environment. And you've mentioned some of the brands that you work with and their journey on sustainability. In terms of overall trends overseas, do you feel like they are ahead of the eight ball, ahead of New Zealand? Look, I hate to say it, but stepping into Scandinavia, as we did a couple of years ago, is really like stepping into the future. I mean, when we lived there and we left 10 years ago, you know, plastic bags were banned. So, you know, so they're literally 10 to 15 years ahead of where we are. It's no disrespect for New Zealand. We are hampered. Our progress is hampered because we just don't have access to the same resources. We're not part of close to a global community like Europe is. Um, so they are doing amazing things in Europe and I seek a lot of inspiration there. Um, they've got this fantastic system. So they have both sort of curbside recycling, but they also have 
remember when you know back and when we were children you used to take your coke bottle to a bank and get you know five cents or whatever well they are actually now doing that with consumer um, products or waste and so if you join this program these 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 sort of banks that sit on the curbside and you can scan your product um, at that it's got a little computer in it and you scan it and you dump it in there and you get uh, a credit back that you can either donate to a cause or you can get a credit back to the place that you shopped so it's just the future I mean if I wasn't doing the skin wardrobe I'd probably be looking at that for New Zealand and I hope someone does but there's all these amazing initiatives that are happening over there that inspire me and make me ask the hard questions every day so I was going to call you Tat. Do you get called Tat by your friends? By my old friends. Old friends, old friends. Okay, Tat. Um, Do you have any groups that you're part of where you meet like-minded women who have sort of parallel ethos or principles to you? Um, And and what's the importance of meeting and talking to other other like-minded women to fuel the positive change, not just in terms of sustainability, but in terms of making any sort of positive change within your field? Yes, well, first I will say it's so important to get out of your own head and your own office and environment when you're working solo because it can be all-consuming. And it's so inspiring and motivating to meet others. And yes, women, of course, um, because that's, you know, part of my ethos. So we have a small um, women in business uh, creators and bosses, we're called, group that myself and uh, my girlfriend Charlotte who owned Ears and Graces and um, Raw Artistry started and we just gathered up like-minded women um, who are running small businesses and we meet every six weeks and we have a guest uh, external speaker that comes in and talks for half the meet and the other half we just totally cannot stop talking Um, and so we share the highs and lows of business, we inspire, we collaborate You've probably seen, if you follow me, I've collaborated with um, Kathy Pope Jewelry and she has an amazing story and level of consciousness, consciousness about what she does. So it's a great source of inspiration and collaboration. Um, so that's one group. And then I try and go to other charity events, you know, um, Pink Ribbon Breakfast, things that where a lot of women are gathered in one place. I always try and give them something. And it's just, it's so nice. It can be really lonely. I mean, I now have a couple of amazing people supporting me part-time in my business. But um, it's it's really important to get out and about. Especially after being in the corporate world as well, when you've been surrounded with these big teams and leadership groups. and Yes, and and I have people needing me all day long and then no one talks to you for days and, you know, you have to find it within yourself. So do look external. Um, There's so much inspiration in New Zealand as well. For us um, and our listeners who may be going through a change right now or know someone who is that they want to support, are, are quite interested in hearing, what would your top three tips be on how to spiral a change into a positive impact based on sort of all we've talked about with your story and what you've achieved? Um, I think seeking advice and constructive feedback from others and not everybody, because if you go for advice from everybody, you you will never survive. Um, but those who you trust and believe in, those who are successful in the field that you may be entering or successful in the, in the sort of change that you're facing, Um, do seek advice from people that will encourage and nurture you and give you constructive feedback if they feel that you know you could be um, molded in a different way or or think about something from a different angle that's been a huge 
part of my so my husband has been a huge part of my inspiration and he he has all the skill sets that I didn't think I have and um, he uh, inspires me and motivates me every day to do this business um, and so that would be my first piece of advice the second piece is recognize if you're struggling and not coping because there have been times that it's been really hard and um, I think oh gosh do I need support in some way um, and don't be afraid to ask for support and whatever you need when you're going through change but also on the other hand if, if it's just you having a moment have a little conversation with yourself and tell yourself to just suck it up and get on with it so uh, sometimes you know you think too much about things and I'm a huge one of the reasons for my success so far has been that just do it like it doesn't have to be perfect you know if you have a task or something you want to launch or a conversation you want to have with your customers just get up and write a list and do it and that often puts you in a better mindset anyway so um, I'm a big you know here's my list for the day just action it and that really gets me going and then it helps you tackle the difficult things too yeah that really resonates with us because at Good Change we talk about doing things 80 do it 80% if it's not 100%, don't worry, because yeah. if you search for perfection and then you don't actually achieve that perfection, yeah. that's when you... And it can be a downward feel, spiral yes. because then you beat yourself up and then you say you can't do this and that. But if you do lots of little things that you can tick off, it sets you on a good path for the day. So yeah. that really helps me. Brilliant. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much, Catherine. Um, just so much learning there in terms of, you know, the, the energy that you can get from change and how to how to remain positive um, through different areas of change in your life. We're very grateful to have had you on our podcast oh, well, today. I'm honoured. Can I say I love your business? I'm really inspired by you. We met, you know, quite early days for your business and mine. You la- lovely ladies came for some some good skin wardrobe goodies, but um, I I use your cloths every day by the way and um, I'm super inspired by I love that you guys are such a great team I think you complement each other so beautifully and you really inspired me especially Stina when we first met and you talked about getting um, advice external advice on how to stop doing all the small stuff and really you know get get support on that and that's that's sat with me throughout this journey so yeah you're both amazing too and doing great work Thanks, Catherine. This has been amazing. Thank you for listening to our Good Change Conversations. We hope you are walking away feeling excited and inspired by those doing good things. Keep coming back. We have so much more we want to tell you.